It's that episode, not that episode, not that episode. It's that episode. It's that episode with Craig Rowan. Welcome to It's That Episode with Craig Rowan. I am sitting to my right in my apartment is uh, Adam Lustick. Hi, Craig. How you doing? Good, buddy. All right. That was a great show. Awesome. Thanks for having him. All right. Bye. Thanks for having him. <laughs> Thanks for having um. um welcome. Uh, if you don't know who Adam Lustick is, you're a moron. He is um, one member of uh, Harvard Sailing Team, mm-hmm. which is um, a legendary New York improv group, uh, improv group, sketch group. Yeah, we do the skits. They do the skits, the make em ups, the laugh em ups. <laughs> um, and he is. He just moved out to LA a little while ago. Yeah, a few months ago. That's six months ago. Working on a TV project. Yeah, that's right. It's punked. It's punked. It's out, and it's <laughs> he's he can talk about it. It's punked. <laughs> yeah. The show that used to be hosted by Ashley Kutcher. Ashley Kutcher. Um, you could say <laughs> Ashley Kutcher. Ashley Kutcher. <laughs> right. He's done no research on the show. The history of the show he works on. It was hosted by Ashley Kutcher, and he is one of the um, the prankums. Um, the prankum ups. Yep, I've been pranking him up. So Adam, when he, when the show comes on later, yeah. Adam will be one of the guys being like, "No, sir, you have to stand over here," exactly. and then the person will get really annoyed at you. Yeah, and he'll be like, "Sir, move over here, here, so you can get hit by the water balloon." Yeah, exactly. And right. then at the end, you'll be the guy who pets the person on the back, and they'll be like, "Who are you?" Who are you? He'll be like, "I'm the guy," and he'll be like, "Get out of here and get me a dry shirt." <laughs> Please, that shirt was very expensive. very expensive, and water—it's like a gremlin or um, a mogwai in that if water touches it after a certain amount of time at night, it's ruined. What is a mogwai? Mogwai is—have um, you seen gremlins? No, not really. Not really. No, I mean, not really is not an appropriate answer. No. So in the movie, there are these um, cute, furry, yeah. teddy bear-like creatures, and it, they're called mogwais. Yeah. And then if they. Um, are hit by water, they turn into gremlins. Oh, and a gremlin is demonic and, and it's bad, malintentioned. Okay, it's bad. Got it. It's bad. Fred Savage, or was that Little Monsters? That was Little Monsters. Okay, forgive me. I don't want to get my signals crossed. Um, Little Monsters, one of the, a movie that I watched. I think it came out in late eighties, mm-hmm. probably eighty eight, eighty nine, starring Howie Mandel yeah. and Fred Savage. And uh, my mom took us out of the movie theater because she thought it was too scary. <laughs> she thought, <laughs> was it? Were you scared? <laughs> <laughs> I was, it was scary not, for she was afraid that you were scared or she yeah, was scared. She, <laughs> I, I highly doubt she was scared because I assume it wasn't that scary, but she thought that I, we would think it was scary. Or, or maybe it was also a movie that she's just like, this is terrible. Yeah. I don't even want to sit and watch it. But it's a great segue to on this that episode. I invite a guest over. They pick a TV show, yeah. and we watch it. So why don't you tell us? What show you you chose? I chose the show Hey Dude. Hey Dude. <clears throat> yeah, you I, said that I was. <laughs> my voice is a little fatigued right now because I was my brother's birthday yesterday, and we went into this bar, and uh, it was so loud. And I feel like an old fogey saying it, but I had to like really shout to be heard. Yeah, I feel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the oldest person way to get a horse uh, voice. Yeah, I, we're in a very loud establishment, I, and I was just trying to talk. <laughs> it was uh, his birthday. We just wanted to get. That's right. I just wanted to give him his birthday due. It's just his birthday due. I had a glass of Metamucil, and I just couldn't. I couldn't be heard. Um, um, but I, I chose the show Hey Dude because yes. it was one of my favorite shows that was on Nickelodeon. The post, 
you know, you get off school at three and I would come home at four and I feel like that was on at like four or four thirty and it was just right in my wheelhouse. Yes. And I, I did a little bit of research today yep. about Hey Dude. It was actually the first live action show on Nickelodeon that they really? that they produced. Get out of here. Yeah. I think the first like, uh, yeah. So like you can't do that on television and some of the others right. were Canadian shows. Oh, wow. And I this see. was one of the first ones that they produced and it was on from 89 to 1991. That's it. Yeah, is that crazy? Wow. And I, I and I remember it. So I mean, I remember that everybody remembers the theme song, right? Hey, dude. No, that's not it. Cool. No, that's just <laughs> the that's end good. of it, right? That, yeah, that is the that is the end of it. Um, and but it was on for only two years, and I think sixty-five episodes though. So they like cranked them what? out. They cranked out sixty-five or so. They could episodes. do that. Yeah. Like thirty episodes per season. Yeah, isn't that crazy? So that's Jeez, why we it's all so, it's like ingrained in our heads. Yeah, I feel like it occupies so much more than two years of my of my cultural memory, though. That's Do you really re- so before we watch the episode? I want to. When was the last time you think you saw the show, dude? A long, long time ago. Honestly, my memory of the show of the details of the show itself is are, are pretty foggy. I mean, uh, yeah, I remember Danny the Native American. I remember that Ben Stiller's wife was in it, and uh-huh. I remember that it generally took place in a dude ranch, and there was like the one studly dude, and. Uh, Beyond that, it's like the specific episodes. I don't really remember all that well, and that's why I'm really looking forward to, to watching one so I can refresh my memory. Great. Yeah, so we picked an episode from Hey Dude, and it's called Rain Men. And the reason we picked it is, as you mentioned, one of the only memorable things from the show is that there is a Native American character. Danny. Danny. I believe Danny Lightfoot. <laughs> Gosh almighty. Yeah, Those Danny Native Lightfoot. Native Americans bear the brunt, man. Yeah, and, and um, this episode, I, belie- I believe... Th- uh, it's about him sort of dealing with, um, it's, uh, I guess, racism. Discrimination. Discrimination, and he has to, um, I guess, fight for his people. Fight for his right. Fight for his right. To Lightfoot. To Lightfoot. <laughs> um, now, don't you remember the, the rumor that I feel like the JV version of Paul Pfeiffer from Wonder Years being Marilyn Manson yes. was that Danny from Hey Dude was the um, Bunny Rabbit and Donnie Darko. Did that? <laughs> that is that serious? That's... Yeah, do you remember that rumor? Like after people saw Donnie Darko, like when the guy takes his rabbit head off in the movie theater and like looks at him, he's all scarred. And was like, "That's Danny. That's oh my Danny god, from Hey Dude." I but I don't think it actually that was is totally the JV version it of that. It's like who cares? Like who <laughs> who cares at all? Exactly. Well, the other thing is, I when I was looking up um, uh, the show today, the guy who played Danny Lightfoot, Joe Torres. He was his only IMDb credit is this, and I try to look him up, and there are so many people online being like, "He's dead, <laughs> he died," and of course they say he. This is where I it, I know it's fake is because it's they say he died, and then it's from liver failure, which is just also just racist. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> just they get slammed. He yeah. died of gambling. Yeah, he died. Yeah. He died of gambling problems and owning a casino. That's, right. that's, Man, I can't believe it. It's like. I'm glad that they addre- – good for Hey Dude for – I'm going to say this preemptively without having seen the episode yet. But good for Hey Dude for addressing Native American discrimination head on. Yeah. No, I agree. Using I think Danny it's, to confront that. I think it's pretty ballsy. Yeah. Especially for a kid's program. Yeah. Um, so are there any things else you want to uh, – you remember from the show before we watch it or any 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 um, things that bubble up? Salute Shorts in- wasn't before that? That nope. was the same – that was after. Nope. Salute Your Shorts was after. Closer, 89 cl- to 91. Okay, so that makes us what, six to eight years old. Yeah. Or whatever it was. Yeah. God. Do I you mean, have any any vivid memories from when you were a kid associated uh, with Hey Dude? I don't. Okay, correct me. I mean, I, I again, the memories aren't particularly vivid, 
I remember Christine Taylor. Is that her name? Who yeah. Who was the blonde girl? And then there was another brunette girl, Bradley. undoubtedly. Bradley. Bradley. Yeah, I think that I always kind of had a thing for her. I mean, I think it was like Christine Taylor was the alpha female and she was sort of the obvious crush. But I think I always, and still do to this day, sort of gravitated towards the brunette a little bit. All right, great. Yeah. So when we watch this, I'll keep an eye on. We'll see, like, yeah. does that crush still, is that yeah. crush still there? Yeah. Are you still into Bradley? Yeah, yeah. And hopefully you are. I hope so. And um, I'm blanking on the comic relief. I'm blanking on like. Well, I'll I'll assume I, I having not watched it, but uh, you know since it was on, but looking up a couple things, I think a lot of the comic relief is going to come from Mr. Ernst, the owner of the ranch. And right. if you've never seen the show, it's a a, a dude ranch right. in Arizona, right. and it's a, and a, a, and kids work there for the summer. Yep. Mr. Ernst owns it. He's owns it, and he has a, a son named Buddy Ernst. Yep. And I do remember this that he wore a Mets hat. Buddy? Yeah, I think so. All right. Things are starting to click in, Craig. Thank and you very much. keep in mind, that's before Billy Crystal wore that in, in City, City Slickers. Wow. Yeah. So just to- Hey, dude got the jump on that, yeah, man. Know, man. Sweet. Before Billy Crystal made wearing a Mets hat cool. <laughs> and before Jay-Z made Yankees hat that's cool. cool. Yeah. But it's like not just wearing a Mets hat. It's like a displaced New Yorker out in Arizona right. wearing a Mets hat. Yeah, exactly. Isn't that just- Little say specific. a lot about Mets- Like Mets- Like Yankees, it's like Jay-Z, one of the coolest- like rappers ever is known for the Yankees hat. The two people that I can think of wearing a Mets hat are Billy Crystal, Buddy Ernst, and, and Buddy Ernst. That is so depressing. That's sad. That's really, really a sad really commentary. Agreed. Um, all right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna watch it, and we'll be back, and uh, and we'll talk about it. Can't wait. Hi. That's the thing I say right before we watch. Cool. All right, we just watched the episode Rain Men Mm -hmm. of Hey Dude. And just to read the synopsis um, that's given by the television, the television, the iTunes, it says Danny does some soul searching. When the ranch's well runs dry and he must decide whether to help his friends or remain true to his Native American heritage. Right. How how accurate do you think that synopsis is? Eight to twelve percent. I would it, say that not only it I mean, Danny, who is the Native American character, I mean the first thing that really sort of kind of threw me for a loop is that maybe it's like now that it's 2012 and we're kind of like politically correct, I feel like Native American is the accepted term, but it, they're only referred to as Indians. In this episode, even by Danny and everyone else, they're just referred to as Indians. Yep, and the way he stays true to his native... Well, basically what happens is the water runs out at the ranch. Right, there's a drought. There's a drought. Yeah. Mr. Ernst, who owns the place, calls the happy water well drilled. <laughs> Sorry, but the name, of the, the name of the company is so long. It's called... The Happy Water Well Drilling Company. I don't know. It just is the less least flowing ever name ever. Right. And the phone number on the truck was five 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 drill with one L. The yeah with one L. And so he calls them, and the the guy who comes is uh, Native American or Indian or Indian. Let's use their terms. He's Indian, and he <laughs> comes. And while Mister Ernst is bartering with with the owner of the Happy Water Well Drilling Company, yeah. 
Danny, the the young man, Indian, the Indian employee at the ranch. <laughs> the, the I feel so uncomfortable just yeah. saying Indian. Yeah, I know, but, but he, he has this conversation with with um, Danny has this conversation with yeah, the, the owner water, of the drilling company, where he he's stunted in the most stunted manner ever. Speaks in a Native American language. We could only assume it's Native American. It sounds like a cross. He says Nua 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 Nua. At least three or four times, and you can tell the actor has no idea what's happening. <laughs> Nobody does, and it like kind of sounds like Spanish, yeah, and also like baby talk. Also, sort of like the language from Nell, totally like, like Seminole, yeah, Seminole, Seminole, um, Nua Nua. But it's not, it's not even, and I, I don't think we're being offensive at all because it's the way that he's saying it is like obvious that nobody involved in the show did. Any researcher was like, let's get this right, because the way that they're talking is so unnatural. It feels – it sounds completely alien. It just sounds unlike – they just know that it doesn't – it's not English. And Danny's gra- grapples with his Native American ancestry his because heritage. his friend Ted says, why don't you just do a rain dance? Mm-hmm. And Danny gets very upset because that's an insult. It's just – I think he feels like it's a generalization and a, and a kind of just a sort of a stereotypical thing to say. Right. A stereotypical thing to say. And he says it's not even the season. It's not even the it's season. It's not even the season for rain dances. So what's his one way to beat that stereotype is to trick a Native American man in, into thinking that – That the natural spirits want him to happy times drill – <laughs> at the ranch. I'm, this is even trying happy to explain this. Happy Waters Drilling. Happy Water Drill. Happy house. Water Drilling Company. Happy Smile. Action Water. Action Water. Um, so he his his ploy is to make it look like the natural world is telling this Native American man that he should drill for water. Right. So Danny stages a series of signs. That he uh, uses to convince the Native American man, who I, neither of us clearly remember his name. No, I, I don't remember. Mr. Katina. Mr. Katina. Mr. Katina. Mr. Katina. So I, I, I can't even – even just talking about the plot is so annoying. Like I don't even want to continue to go through the plot. Let's right. just talk about all this shit in the episode though. Here's just one thing I noticed about the actors is – a lot of them just sort of trail off at the end of lines. The majority of lines are trailed off. Yeah, it's like w- w- Mr. Katina is like, I don't know, Danny. Like, <laughs> instead of saying, I don't know, Danny, is like, I don't know, Danny. Yeah, he really loses breath. Uh, like, Ted, there's a scene between Ted and Mr. Ernst, uh, and they're talking, and Ted, they're sort of having an argument, and it's clear that Mr. Ernst is supposed to be cutting Ted off at a certain point. So Ted doesn't really have a line to say, and he just and he just speaks extemporaneously and then doesn't after a while. Yeah, it's like if you saw in a script like, um, uh, oh, today was such a bad day, dot, 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 like, right. oh, I'm supposed to trail off. You'd maybe keep on saying something after that. But he's just like, today was such a bad <laughs> Everything about the I, – I don't – I mean, I guess not having seen it for a while, every everything about the acting of the show is so awkward. It's so awkward. And one of the, the things is like – especially in the first scene – it's like this show needs a laugh track because there's so much empty dead space, I guess, because where they think there would be laughter or something. It's like just put in a laugh, a laugh track, track. anything. Just, nobody care. Like the kids aren't going to be like, oh, this is a sham. They've got a la- fake laughs. Right. Just put in a laugh track. A lot of awkward pauses. A lot of long, awkward pauses. And one of the most awkward things, I think, is um, Danny. Yeah. His body. 
Oh gosh, it looks like some sort of weird cardboard box. It's like he's, <laughs> it's like he was born and reared in a cardboard box, and he hasn't been able to break out of that shape. His shoulders perfectly squared. I wouldn't if you didn't watch this episode, which I, I don't assume you did. But I just look up a picture of Danny online. Danny, hey dude, just Google Danny, hey dude, shoulders near ears. Speak. <laughs> Because his shoulders are so high up, it's just like he's he's never he's never had a day without full tension, like full tension in his body. Never been relaxed. He's, yeah, and he has this long, long flowing lesbian hair to complement the shoulders that just like yeah. drape down over his like upper neck. Well, you commented neck, that the, that the shots of him with um, Mr. Mr. Happy Water Drilling Company, right? Uh, smile action, right? He, they look like two European lesbians. Yeah, like, like, a, in like a Persian lesbian couple. Yeah, and they're beautiful, and I think they're good for them. Yeah. Mr. Kadena has very lush black hair that was in a very like shimmery ponytail, too, and was wearing a, a necklace. In that like sort of feminine lips. But everyone just looked a bit weird or yeah. off. And you were commenting, I think, very accurately on how horrific, almost Austin Powers cartoon level, Mr. Ernst's yeah, teeth Mr. were. Mr. Ernst, if he, I, like, it's upset. Like, I don't like to be mean to people, yeah. but it's like, he when he smiles in it, it just made me very uncomfortable. They were, like, yellow and crusty and sort of, like, chipped and all weird and asymmetrical. It's just got a teeth cleaning. Yeah. Like, like I don't mind you have, it's just, it was really disgusting. And he was, uh, he was, yeah, you said it, but he w- was, like. A Jewish stereotype. Too. I know it was a little hard to take. Yeah. He was bargaining with the Indian man at the beginning, and it was like, "Well, you know, my mother always taught me like never do business without bargaining." And then he was like, "Well, at least I have life insurance." <laughs> it's like, and it's just those subtle signs of like the kid, like his son wearing a Met hat, and like it, him being like kind of a little too ugly with the nose and those glasses. And he and, said, like, "I'm from New York. Back in New York, that's how we do it." Isn't that like, funny? Like co- how that's code. Yeah, yeah. Back in Jewtown, that's that's what we do. That's just what we. We, do. we bargain. We bargain. This whole show is just about complete stereotypes. stereotypes. And then, I don't know, the the Buddy Ernst guy, like, I, I'm sure for child actors it's not easy, but he, I don't think he was a child actor. Right. He was just a child, and they were like, here's a script, say these lines right. as best you can. Right. And they he, paired him with a, smartly they paired him with a canine, just to sort of take a, yeah. the majority of the attention off of him. Yes. And just put it on the dog. And mentioning the canine, the canine, if you watch the theme song on line somewhere, um... For some reason, they make it very clear at the beginning that the that the credits are in alphabetical order. I've never seen that ever, except for in a Woody Allen movie. I guess. Oh, that's all. Yeah, the Jew, the Jew motif. Yeah, it's true. But there's it's to no one's convenience. I mean, <laughs> why? Why? And like, as if a kid watching this is like, oh yeah, I don't know why. I mean, Mr. Ernst is the biggest star; he should be last. And and instead it's a dog because it's alphabetical, alphabetical order. order. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. As long as they justified it. As long as it's justified. So how how do you feel after watching that about um your crush on Bradley? I I think it really has almost grown. I mean I feel like in general I feel like they got I, again I don't want I don't like to be mean and I certainly don't like to be materialistic or cosmetic but I just feel like the girls on the show are distinctly more attractive than the men. I feel like the men are are. A little heinous looking. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mr. Ernst is is a little garish. Like mm-hmm. his face is a little garish. <laughs> Ted, our stud, who's from your hometown, you said. Yes, he, yeah, Sweet. he is from my hometown. I remember when we were in when this show was big. I remember being like, "That guy's from my hometown." Like, how'd you know that though? Because it was he was like he was like big, the he was celebrity. big. It's like yeah. if if anybody in your town was on Hey Dude, Dude. on Nickelodeon. Um, 
But t- he's handsome, though. He has, like, he's clearly the, sort of the Zach Morris heartthrob. Yes, and he's the prankster in this, too. Yeah. And his prank, be- the big prank in this one was, instead of Mr. Her- Ernst putting on his 10-gallon hat, it was him putting on... A flower basket. A flower basket. A basket of flowers. Great, yeah. great prank, dude. Hilarious. Hey, dude. Guy from Craig's hometown. Um, and then Danny, as we said, is a Persian lesbian with box shoulders and is just like never not wearing shoulder pads. His shoulders are shoulder pads. And uh, and then Buddy Ernst just doesn't have a lower jaw. Like It's like as if he just doesn't have a bone in the bottom it's of his bad face. Bad situation with these guys, like with these men in particular. And then the girls, you have Christine Taylor, who's like a pretty blonde girl and is like awfully charming and has sort of makes quizzical facial expressions and is pleasant to look at. Absolutely. Even the older, even the older woman on the show is like kind of rustic and earthy, and yes. like ha- has a, a really lovely complexion, and is and is a pretty woman. Is a pretty woman. Do you think? I mean, here's my thing: is that is it? Would you just? I think maybe just men in general are ugly. <laughs> I think that might be what it is. That's probably true. I think that's what it is. It's like because I think it might be that. The times caught up, like oh, this looks so dated. Like everything they're wearing is dated. So yeah. you, so you see the ugliness like pops out more, and, and the women are still like oh, what they're wearing. It's like they're all wearing denim shirts that are boxes. Like right. they fit like boxes, but they're they're beautiful women. They're still beautiful women. <laughs> but with the guys, it's like oh, the clothes don't look and and it's highlighting how weird your face is. Exactly. Like in twenty years, we'll look back at pictures of us and be like, oh, I'm hideous. I'm a hideous. <laughs> yes, man. I'm a hideous. Clothes man. aside, which are hideous, my face and body are hideous. Yeah. But I think that I get a. I mean, I don't get away with being. I'm. I never changed my clothes. Uh, my my clothing style. Yeah, me like, either. If I look at back at pictures from same ten fifteen years ago, I wear hooded sweatshirt and pants. Yeah. Well, it's good, consistent. I know. Consistent. I don't know. I don't want to bring this up, but the picture on your refrigerator, you do have some bleach blonde hair. That's true. Yeah, we're in my apartment. And in high school, well, in high school, I bleached my hair blonde for um, my bowling team. Was that why? Yeah. Did everybody do it in solidarity or just you? I I was on a, well, I'm sort of big shot. I started a bowling club in (laughs) high school called the Little Lebowski Suburban Achievers. And and, uh, you started it. Yeah, I started with two of my friends and uh, (laughs) co-founder and president. And uh, we were on a team called the White Russians. Mm -hmm. And uh, for the second year of the club, our senior year, we decided – like every Friday people would go – we'd go bowling. So we'd dress up to go to school like just for fun. Yeah. And uh, we're like, let's kick it up a notch. Let's bleach our hair. Bleach our hair. And we did. And I have the thickest – black eyebrows yeah, ever so too. it just looks terrible i just yeah. look like um like a idiot monster how long did it, how long did the bleach did you have to dye it back or did it just grow out i i, I never bleached my hair i don't I, have any hair and i never bleached it um yeah that's, that's <laughs> true i i let it grow out but the my friends did not they they went back and i and i stuck with it they dyed it back yeah did you feel betrayed um, slightly. Yeah. I was just like, but that gave me more resolve to be like, I'm no, they're still my friends and everything, but I was like, come on guys. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just going to stick it through. I know how stupid this looks. Yeah. I think I went to my college interview really with blonde hair. Cool. Yeah. As I was, president, I was that kid. Yeah. I was that kid. Oh yeah. You're a rebel with seriously no cause <laughs> with, ser- with bowling, <laughs> like bowling. being a mediocre bowler. <laughs> but as the president of the bowling club, you had to lead by example, I guess, and maintain your resolve. Exactly. Well, my thing is always, be yourself. Yeah. Own it. And if you make a truly bad hair decision, just go with it. Go with it. Did you ever have any haircuts growing up? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> what? That's not a question Maybe that's ever been asked ever. Did you ever have any hair? <laughs> Adam, let me ask you a real question. Yeah. Did you ever have any haircuts growing up? Yeah, Craig. I think I had a few haircuts. Um, I had a few of my hairs cut. I, I would always just get it shaved. I mean, I had my first barber was this intensely uh, homosexual guy named Louis, who my mom went to for a long time, who himself was bald. And it always seems like the stylish hairstylists are all bald. Yeah. Doesn't well, because it? it's like they're like – I. it's almost they're like the own, true artists like live in their own world. It's like yeah. somebody who's bald is like I don't even know what a haircut <laughs> feels like so I can start from square one. Exactly. And I can be abstract about it. Exactly. Yeah. So you just have it sh- like sh- – like what, well, yeah. bicked? Like, no, really? no, 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 no. Not like that. <laughs> like a young Lex Luthor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing like that. No, it just – I would just default to the buzz cut. You never had a mushroom haircut? No, not really. I had curly, dewy hair. I had like weird sort of like Brillo Patty right. hair. I just didn't have that straight hair for like the classic 90s. Yeah, I had, the, I had the mushroom at one point and then I'd, I spiked it in um, – With in, gel? With, yeah, there's a short <laughs> amount of time. I guess probably like age like six or seven where it was cool and I put gel in my – I put like probably my mom's like Vidal Sassoon <laughs> – um, Moose in my hair or gel, and yeah. I uh, it was I looked really good. I bet you did. You would spike the whole thing, or just you would like swoop it down and spike the front. I think I'd spike the whole thing. Yeah, Damn. spiking spiking the front is a new thing. Spiking yeah. the front is that's a new thing. Yeah. I would spike all all the way. Yeah, I mean, it was terrible. That's like I mean, the idea of spiked hair spiked. is so why? <laughs> what is oh. that? It reminds me of the opening scene of. Um, Terminator, the first Terminator, yep. where the Terminator runs into the punkers, you punkers, know, exactly. and it, one of them is, um, what's his name? Bill, um, Cosby Paxton. Oh, one of them is Bill Paxton, but they have like spiked hair, yeah. the Punks. green hair. And one of them has a tire tread mark on his face. <laughs> That's like how natural having spiked hair is. It's like yeah. just as natural as putting a tire treadmill on your Spiking face. Spiking your hair is a gateway drug to having a motorcycle run over your face. Um, but I did – I would like to say one thing. When I was living in Brooklyn, I went to uh, a local barbershop mm. for a long time because I lost my hair real early. Um, it was like it ceased to become an issue really and I would just like shave it myself or my girlfriend would just buzz it. It was like no – it was there was no maintenance involved. Um, but one time I did go to my local barbershop and it was like in the ghetto like right into the projects in Brooklyn and I just asked for a, a buzz cut like I always had and I got like the regional specific buzz cut. It was like my sideburns came to a point and they nice. like rounded off the back and it was <laughs> did you own it? Did you feel good with it? it? Dude. Yeah. I made a weird hair decision and I felt <laughs> yeah, cuz that honestly knowing you that looks like it would look absolutely ridiculous. It was like a boricua, you know? It was like I had just the boricua sideburns and the, the rounded back. Oh my it looked God. amazing. Wait, what age did you start going bald? 21. And were you did did, did you always know you were going to go bald? <laughs> I don't know how to broach this subject. I don't know how to broach this subject. The first, the, it was uh, the. Fr- I remember very vividly the first haircut when I realized that there was. I was like past the point of no return, and it was happening. Like yeah. I was in the middle of it, and it was at Louis. At uh, right. uh, Louis, and he shaved my head just like as like always, and I just noticed that like right down the middle, like sort of in that classic male pattern baldness pattern. It was just like a little, like a little bit fainter, just uh-huh. like the smallest, like most subtle degree. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I noted it, and I was like, okay. And then, like, as it grew, as my hair grew from that haircut, like it was just like not growing back as much, like just like. So that one haircut made the difference. It was. It was. There was one haircut where it was the turning point, and I was like, holy shit, it's happening now. 
Maybe that's maybe Louis's haircuts are so abstract that he somehow he found you. Did we, when you found out? Am I allowed to ask you about, dude? Well, yeah, yeah. Okay, because <laughs> like when I found out that I needed glasses, which was in seventh grade, I was at a New York Rangers game. Yeah, and I noticed that things were blurry. Yeah, and I started to cry. Why? Because I just was like, was... I need glasses. Like, yeah. I, I think it seems like a negative thing at the time. Yeah. Were you like when you realized it? Were you just okay with it? I or... think I was. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I was like, God, I was like, I mean, my dad is bald, right. and my mom has like super thin. Kind of gross. Sorry, mom. <laughs> we, we we know you're listening, and I'm sorry. I love you deeply, but your hair is like a little thin, you know, and kind of gross. <laughs> uh, and they always said like the baldness comes from your mom's side, which right, yeah, really yeah. totally understood. But so I was doomed. I think my mom's dad was bald, and like whatever foregone conclusion, man, it was like it had to happen. But 21 does seem like just like insult injury like taking me out of the knees a little bit right because that's when you're starting like ooh, i'm 21 i can go viral cl- yeah. clubbing yeah exactly like, ooh. as a result i've never been to a club but uh, <laughs> uh yeah I, I i was cool with it i guess i mean i i haven't minded that much it's one less thing to think about i mean like i'm lazy enough where if i did have hair i wouldn't want to or be inclined to care for it at all right spike it or bleach bleach shit bleach blonde it bleach blonde it bleach blonde it um but yeah, I think I was cool with it. I, I sort of made peace with it kind of early on. I mean, what are you going to do? Well, I'd say you know? you, you're a cool dude. It looks cool. Thanks, and Thanks man. If I know like a lot of people behind your back talk shit about it. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I expect that. <laughs> yeah, so, but like from face to face, like it's cool, man. Cool. I mean, the one tough thing is that there aren't – I mean like for example, Mr. Ernst, the, here, here's the point that I'm trying to make in general, is that there aren't a lot of strong, bald role models right. in the entertainment industry, let's say. I mean, we have our Ed Harris's that we can sort of lean our, that we can hang uh, around right, on. Right, right. But of. then, like, I, in general, it's like Mr. Ernst. Like, you know, exactly. it's a character actor where it's like, oh, there's Clint Howard. <laughs> you know, like, that the thing about them is that they're bald. Yeah, and weird. it's like, all right, we need that weird bald dude. We need a, we need, okay, we need, like, the, all the handsome guys up front, and we need three weird bald dudes just to sort of, uh, like make it look like a real place and to make the handsome people look handsome. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, right. it's it, and maybe that's why the women on the show look so handsome. Yeah. Too. I mean, look so handsome. <laughs> These are handsome very ladies. handsome women. Um the handsome woman always to me seems like a very big like old stoic woman. Yeah. But um but maybe they look so beautiful because the guys are that ugly. Yeah. It's too maybe it's so it's it's both their the clothes make the men look ugly and that ugliness makes the women, the women look, look beautiful. beautiful. Totally. I think you're right. And back to what we were originally saying, yeah, dude, I have a serious crush on Bradley still. Yeah. I think she – I think it's the husky voice. Again, I'm inclined to, to have crushes on brunettes, and I just like her whole attitude. And if you – in this episode, she has sort of the raciest bits. She's always taking showers. <laughs> She's always taking showers. Yeah, she take well, yeah, because there's a drought and she's like, "Ooh, I'm taking a shower." And they show her legs when she's taking a shower. It's almost like she's walking doing in place. A, walking yeah, walking in place. And then in this while when Melody is covering for her showering, she says, um, "Ted Ted is like, "What are you doing here?" And she says, "I'm doing yoga." Yeah. And I didn't even know yoga was like a thing. Yeah, like that like was- I feel like in the 80s that wasn't a reference that I would ever have picked totally. up. It seems like it was a bit ahead of its time. That to me would I would have been very confused, right? And and she, then she said, "Oh no, it's this because she was trying to cover for Brad who was taking a shower behind her." 
and um, you know Ted was the, the water marshal and he wanted to put a kibosh on it so she was making up this ruse and saying no I was just standing here doing yoga and I can't move my arms it's this crazy uh, standing yoga that they're doing in Europe now and it was her second Europe reference in the episode it was her, and then she made a face you obviously can't see it as it was like like she realized how bad her lie was yeah. uh, they're like it, in the script it must have just been like make really ugly face yeah. make ugly face yeah. and she did and she did and she did a great job at it melody yeah. um yeah, you were you were great and the other Europe reference that she made was that when she was when ted was like hey man we should just get danny to do a rain dance like i don't know how that's offensive right. just to assume the indian knows how to do a rain dance and melanie was like is it melanie or melody it's i melody. think melody melody Think about it, Ted. If you went to Europe, let's say, and someone said, oh, are you American? And he was like, yeah. And he was like, well, what do you do if they like took American flag and started like making fun of you? And that's when Ted sort of had the realization. Well, and that he, well he said, I'd, I'd probably punch him in the face. Punch his lights out. Punch his lights out. I'd probably punch his lights out. Oh. And yeah, and then he's like, oh. And then he got it. And then like, he understood. That culture, that sort of discriminating and stereotyping isn't the right thing and to do. And also at the same time imparting a very jingoistic... <laughs> Like, if you're an American, and if you go to Europe, and somebody makes fun of the flag, you fucking punch their lights lights out, bitch. Hey, dude sent me. Hey, dude sent me to Europe, and I'm going to beat your lights out. Because you made fun of the American flag? That's like me making fun of Danny Lightfoot. Bitch. Suck this. Suck that. Yeah. So lessons were learned, I feel like. But yes, Bradley. And also, I mean, like, is there any other precedent for a, a female Brad? Can you even think of another female Brad? I like that original. Oh, the name Brad. Yeah, yeah, that is a great. It's real, and I, you know, yeah. I had friends named Brad. All boys. All boys. Yeah. So yeah, totally. She's like, yeah, it's something about her being able to own that yeah. she has a, a manly name. Totally. She's a very handsome woman. Yeah, I think so. Handsome manly name. A handsome, a handsome, handsome woman. Kathy Bates is a handsome woman. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think that what you meant by this sort of yes, like that. Stocky yes. And yes. Salt of the earth. Yes. She is very handsome. Yeah. She's a very handsome woman. She's very handsome in Dolores Claiborne. Yeah. And in um, Misery. Misery. Extremely handsome. The woman, the new MMA fighter, who's in that Steven Soderbergh movie that just came out, is oh, handsome. Know. She's like very a, handsome she's, woman. Name your top ten. Ha- name. Let's name right, five very name. handsome women. Handsome. Um, okay. Kathy Nich. <laughs> Kathy and Jimmy to me is. <laughs> wait, wait, remind me who Kathy and Jimmy is. Oh, she's the troll-looking one from Sister Act. <laughs> double, double, toil and trouble. She is a very handsome woman. Totally. Totally. Perhaps I know not. Exactly who you're talking about. Perhaps not. But, but she I also like where you lift your arms when you say the handsome woman. I think I name. just mean wide. Do I yeah, just mean yeah, wide? Yeah, I think, I think you mean heavy or fat. All right, so name so that's one. Kathleen Jimmy. I don't mean to mean fat, but I <laughs> handsome I don't, I is don't. synonymous for Adam with fat. Apparently, I. All right, so that's this. one. Um, who else is handsome? Who's the Law and Order lady? Um, Mariska Hargitay. Mariska Hargitay, <laughs> and also very, the, the two people. She's very handsome. Yeah, and very similar. Uh, Najemi, yep. Hargitay. These are very. And Kathy Bates. Can I stick with Kathy Bates yes, as one? Uh, of course. Okay, what were we gonna say about Mariska? Her name sounds similar to Kathleen and Jimmy. Kathleen. <laughs> and Kathleen Jimmy. <laughs> okay, that's three handsome women. Okay. We've got two more. Um, Chief from Where in the World is Carmen San Diego? <laughs> Chief, yes, she was a very handsome woman. That's good. And that's not, a, she's not heavy. She's just very strong jawed. 
strong jawed and very deep voice, like a great voice. She wasn't. She was also the voice in Warriors. I think. Am I in wrong? The Warriors. Yeah, I think the radio. If if that's wrong, then really? I'm sorry. Oh yeah. wow, I, I did not know that. I think she might be cool. Um, I buy that. So she was in Carmen San Diego. Yeah, she was chief. handsome as hell. Yeah, she'd be like, "Where in the world?" Yeah, yeah, very handsome. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Let me think of a fifth. I find. Um, let me just think for a second. I don't want to rush it, but I want to get it right. I really want to get it right. Lisa Leslie. Lisa Leslie. Lisa Leslie, Los Angeles Sparks. Yeah, that's WNBA right. player. Yeah. She's handsome. She's no, she's not. I don't know why I said that. I want to retract that. She's not that handsome. She's athletic. Yeah. And she's She has elements. Live. She has like things that go along with being a handsome woman, but right. she's – I wouldn't say she is either. Yeah. Um, you hit four na- right on the head. I know. You're one away. I really want to finish strong. And I don't mean this – Sexual, I mean, I don't, I'm not alluding to her sexual orientation, but I do honestly think that Melissa Etheridge is a handsome woman. Yeah, totally. She has an amazing, uh, huge billboard of her at that guitar center on 14th Street. That, right, yeah. It's like, like a very handsome billboard. Yeah, she's incredibly handsome, I think. I I think that's great. Those yeah. are t- I think those are probably some of the top five most handsome women. If, if you at, listening have any handsome women, please send them to me. Please. Uh, send me pictures at, uh, handsome women, handsome at women, danielfoot.com at, at, at <laughs> happy water. Well, drilling.com. Not racist. <laughs> dot Indian dot racist. Um, one of the things I like to do on the show, Adam is, um, for each show we watch, try to think of what a drinking game would be for the mm. show, a good drinking game for the show. Oh, okay. So let's try to think. What are, what are some of the things that you think would make uh, – would you should take a shot um, while watching Hey Dude? I think that if there's a, a dead air longer than two whole American seconds, uh-huh. I think you should be able uh-huh. to take a shot. Take a shot if there's dead air with From no more- laughter, just awkward dead air. <laughs> Incredibly awkward dead air for more than two seconds. Great. Um, maybe you could take two shots every time Mr. Ernst bears his incredibly offensive teeth. Mm-hmm. Every time you're grossed out by his teeth. Yeah. You can get nice and drunk off that, I think. Um, I'd say um, just any time you're like, wow, that that was a hairdo back then. Anytime you're just like, wow, that was a haircut, <laughs> <laughs> then you should take a drink. Totally. And for this episode, I think any time um, Ted drinks water. Exactly. Because, oh, they didn't even touch upon that. That was something that they seemed like they were setting up. Exactly. In this episode, there's a water drought. Ted is named the water, the water marshal. And there's a shot where he's he has a water bottle and he fills it up with water. Right. And it's almost alluding to the fact that he's taking advantage of his power. Right. And they show him sipping from the, the whole, whole time, time. And they never make mention of so it. so weird. It's very strange. No one even called him out on it, or he didn't address it at all. It was, like, that it, plot point wasn't made. Yeah. Come on. It was one of those, like, athletic water bottles with the kind of accordion straws. It was Arizona straws. Wildcats, and it immediately made me think of the movie Speed, because she's Wildcat. wearing the Wildcat. Yeah, sweet. Good reference, right? Sandy's pretty handsome. Sandy. Sandy Bullock. Sandy Bullock? Yeah. yeah she's, she's, like handsome. A, she's like a beautiful, handsome woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she's a really beautiful, handsome woman. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Great. So in that drinking game, what do you think would be the perfect drink to have for? Oh, man, that's a great question. Well, it's, well I don't want to have something with some Andean flavor to it. Mm-hmm. So like maybe 
uh, maybe like uh, tequila with some cayenne pepper or something with a little Ooh, kick, you know, wow. like a shot of something that's like pretty intense and like really burns going down. Just like really the, burns in, going, yeah, yeah. Just like the injustice of the the white man has treated the Native American is would burn going down. Right. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And and then uh, if you just want to talk about the injustice for a minute, <laughs> the Indian thing though that is that really twists my brain around because I thought the whole thing was that they weren't. Indians that they were it from India that Columbus came over found right, this place yeah. found them all it was like oh like I found it where this is India but it wasn't India so I thought we all moved past that and now we're like I they're think Native that might, maybe that was I think that might have been in our childhood that that change might have happened I think maybe this episode oh, was, was that recent no I don't know I could be wrong right. I have no idea but I think you're right but this show maybe it was just like a holdover right I don't but know. The, this, the holdover still exists the Cleveland Indians Oh yeah, that's the crazy. Team, like that's the Washington crazy. Redskins and like these uh, these blatant like garish illusion like cultural allusions that's to crazy. Native Americans. Wait, do the Cleveland Indians still have the image uh, Chief Wahoo? For sure, that's crazy. crazy. That is absolutely insane. Like Indians, that is, Cleveland Indians. That's like yeah, that's so. It just seems like it just seems so obvious or like yeah, so. If it was like bl- the Cleveland like Pakistanis or something like that. You'd be like. What? No. Yeah, no. it's just so ingrained, I guess. It's like... And it's not like like there are teams that are like the Florida State Seminoles. And that offends me less like, you know, alluding to a particular tribe of Native Americans. Right, exactly. That's one thing that's all like culturally, like obviously in Florida, there are all these, there are all these like local Native right. American tribes back in the day. So that seems right. But just the broad Boom. Indians. Boom. Yeah. Seems all so... Indians. <laughs> and the Redskins. And the Redskins is just a racist name. That's like you'd say like... Oh, the damn Redskins. Like, that's like an old, fat, racist guy just saying. Totally. It's like a really, like, handsome woman, fat man yeah. <laughs> saying. It's like a racist Mariscus Harsite. <laughs> Mariscus. A very racist Mariscus Harsite. I mean, you couldn't say, and I don't, like, I'm not saying this. I'm just saying this as an example. Like, you couldn't say, like, you know, like the Harlem Darkskins. No, you, just you could not. And you just said that. And I'm going to edit, when I edit this audio, I'm just going to make it say, when I introduce your name at the beginning, it's just going to say Adam Lossick, and you're just going to say Harlem, Harlem Dark, Dark Skins. It's just going to – I'm going to make this – I'm going to ruin your you're career with screw this. screw me, man. I'm going to screw you real hard. You just crossed the wrong – You just White cro- skin. You know why? Because you said Lisa Leslie was handsome when she's not. <laughs> Sorry to offend you, dude. But it was, maybe I met Rebecca Lobo. Yeah, that's all. I, I, you know what's those, so weird? When you said Lisa Leslie, I thought Rebecca Lobo and Lisa Loeb all in the same. Those three names circle each other. It's like there's like a Venn diagram of those names. Like <laughs> in the middle is Craig. Yeah, exactly. Lisa Leslie, Lisa, Lo- Rebecca Lobo, Lisa. I don't. I can't even do it. Lisa Loeb, Rebecca Lobo, Lisa Leslie, and me in the middle, just being like, mm, just thinking. I love these women. <laughs> Holy crap. So yeah, maybe like a tequila shot with some cayenne pepper and like with a feather in it, you know, like a nice a nice feather. feather that you can maybe chew on afterwards. Yeah, I think that's a great drinking. Game. Yeah. Um. So maybe after this, we can get a shot of tequila cayenne pepper. Yeah, dude. And you were mentioning that when you were, did you? I don't know if you said this while we were talking to these microphones or not, but that they Hey Dude lasted two seasons. Oh, I think you know what? I actually realized did you when I looked at. It, I think it – yes, I did mention this on the, on the mic, but when I thought about it again, I think it might have been four seasons uh, but two years. Oh, which oh I, my God. But st- either yeah. way, the fact that there are 60-something episodes – and I got to say, this show is not good. Like, it's – It's not good. I think it's fair to yeah. say what you're going to say. Yeah. I mean, we don't want to be – we're not judgmental. I yeah. know that – 
for some reason, like we, were, I've been talking about fat people and I never do, and talking about dark skins and I never well, do, but yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not. No, it's it's, it's so awkward. Yeah, the yeah. acting is so wooden, like it's so clearly wooden. Like it, this, except for Brad, I'm except for you, Bradley. Bradley and is no, and the Melody. Most, Melody, yeah. also. She no, she was coming into her own a little bit, but Bradley was very natural, Na- organic and natural, and seemed comfortable in her own skin. You know, it's yeah. just these men. These men are homely and wooden. Yeah, and Danny grew up in a box. <laughs> Danny yeah. grew up in a very Just Google tight box. Danny, hey dude, shoulders near ears. Danny, hey dude, shoulders near ears. Donnie Darko, liver failure, and you'll find everything you need to know about. It. I I found this on IMDb. I was looking up, and there's um, a thread that says Danny isn't dead. I know. I I'm I, I'm friends with his brother. I know he isn't dead. <laughs> I just like the idea of like. If you're friends with his brother, you're like, I got to get this right on the IMDb. Like, I know people. his name. Like, his brother told me he's not dead. Right. What was the actor's name? Torres? Joe Torres. Joe Torres. And he's not Native American. He's not? No. He's not? No, he's Mexican. (laughs) (laughs) So, so there's that, too. There's that, too. (laughs) So, maybe they were speaking Spanish. I just feel like that was Spanish. I mean, it wasn't a lang. Was that a language? I, mean, I don't know. It, whatever it was, it was repetitive, and it wasn't. There was no emotion in it. There was nua, just stunted. No, 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 no. Yeah. So very. Uh, I can stand to go. It just it does sort of reignite my fire and makes me want to go back and indulge in the whole series again. I know. That just same to see more. I just want, I want to see how bad. Like, is it this? Like, and like. I think I feel like this might be the only episode that really speaks to the Native American thing, yeah. but I could be wrong. I don't yeah. know. And oh, there's boy. the classic part of Danny sitting in the room by himself with his Native American like voodoo doll and addressing it and like addressing the fact that he's addressing it for the first time. Yeah. By himself like in a sort and of like, a like give me a sign, give me a sign and then a blind uh, uh and he's like, "Oh, that's a sign." And then he interprets that sign is that people believe in signs. That's how he, he That's right. He's like, "Oh my god, there was a sign. Now I need to make it look like there are signs for this guy to, for believe, that guy in to believe in it." What a f- what what a terrible lesson. What a Mexican posing as an Indian posing as a Native American. Yeah, good thing he's dead. All right. So I think I think that's it. I feel good. I feel good. I feel great, man. Thank you so much for for watching the show with me. Thanks for coming over and watching. Do you have anything um that you want to plug or any fun stuff you want to say to the audience before you I throw you out yeah yeah um, to Rebecca Lobo uh, I miss you I miss you being in the public eye and um, uh, maybe she can I would love I would on behalf of Craig I would love if you would come on the show maybe if Rebecca would come and do one of these episodes or so. great. yeah I'd love if, uh, if if Rebecca if you're listening if you could get also, if you're in touch with Lisa Loeb, just yeah. come. If you just wanted guys want to do an acoustic set together, she'll be playing guitar while you dunk, and and uh, I think that would be really great. Awesome. Um, That's all I wanted to say. Great. Well, thanks. Thanks for watching. Hey, dude, with me. Thanks, Craig. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. Thanks again to Adam Lustick. Uh, you can check him out on the Twitter, the Twitter. You can check him out on the internet. You can follow him to his home and do him bodily harm if you. <laughs> have the uh, ability to do that. But actually, please don't do that. If you have access to a database that has his address, leave him be. He's a great person. He doesn't deserve any bodily harm. And I respect him as a man and as an artist. So please, 
I wish I could delete this, but for some reason I, I am live streaming this into my computer and I can't edit it out. Anyway, thanks to Adam. Um, uh, check in uh, at the end of the week. Uh, I'll, I'll with a, I'm going to give you a half episode, or it's almost that episode, uh, where I'll be letting you know uh, what our show will be for next week. And, and I have a feeling, and by feeling I mean I have a fact, that it will be off the heezy, a.k.a. off the hook. And if that's not a cool saying anymore, I apologize, but I haven't talked to a hip person since 1999. Have a great night and an early tomorrow. Adios, amigos. Mm-hmm.